Here's Dan Schulman, President and Chief Executive Officer at PayPal, on the discussion Prioritizing Small Business in Economic Recovery, sponsored by PayPal. This idea of how can we help our small business customers really rethink their entire strategy for how do they continue going forward when the world has shifted more and more towards digital is something that we're, I think, uniquely able to go and do. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search PayPal. Politics, power, and the people. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. On this vote, the yeas are 69, the nays are 28, and the bill is passed. I am glad that in the end, cooler heads prevailed. The government will stay open. And I thank the members of this chamber for walking us back from the brink of an avoidable needless and costly shutdown. Congress goes to the brink again. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer announcing the federal government would stay open just a day before a Friday midnight deadline could have triggered yet another shutdown. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and for a while it looked like the government might shut down, which would have kept lawmakers working here at the U.S. Capitol through the weekend. Members of both parties agreed on a short-term spending bill to keep the government funded through February 18th. The issue that could could have led to a government shutdown was vaccinations, specifically the Biden administration's vaccine mandate for companies with 100 or more workers. Conservative Republicans, including Utah Senator Mike Lee, pressed for an amendment to be considered, which at one point threatened to delay a vote that would keep the government open. I don't want to shut down the government. The only thing I want to shut down is Congress funding enforcement of an immoral, unconstitutional vaccine mandate. Ultimately, Schumer allowed the amendment to be considered on a majority vote rather than the 60-vote threshold. That happened in part because two Republican senators weren't in Washington, so the GOP didn't have the votes to get it passed. After it failed, the Senate followed the House in passing the continuing resolution. All but one Republican in the House voted for the measure to keep the government open. House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer joined Democrats in voting for it, but after enduring years of votes on stopgap measures, he clearly wasn't happy about it. This bill is a demonstration of the failure of 535 adults elected by their fellow citizens to act responsibly. Congress in recent years has repeatedly pushed right up against a government shutdown deadline or gone through with a shutdown, which actually costs the taxpayers money rather than saving anything. The shutdowns lead to confusion, disarray, and delayed paychecks for many federal workers and contractors. So why does Congress keep acting with such dysfunction? I asked Maryland Democratic Senator Chris Van Hollen, who sits on the Budget Committee, if the system is broken. Well, Mitch, it's good to be with you. The short answer is yes, but I also don't think there's a quick procedural fix to the budget process. Uh, At the end of the day, I think it comes down to political will, the willingness of members of the Senate to come together and hit the deadlines. There's no sort of magic redesigning of the system that can change the importance of political will. While Congress dodged its own bullet by avoiding the shutdown, it must still tackle major issues this month, including the National Defense Authorization Act. That's been passed for 60 years in a row in a timely fashion, rare for Congress. But the Senate is having some trouble approving it this year. And in just a few weeks, the debt ceiling needs to be raised. I asked Van Hollen for his outlook on those two major issues. Well, the National 
defense authorization bill is a priority, and it was all ready to go on a bipartisan basis, came out of the Armed Services Committee with a big bipartisan vote, uh, had a number of bipartisan amendments, including some provisions that I've included in the bill. But you had a situation where literally about eight Republican senators blocked the unanimous consent agreement to proceed. And this is another example of dysfunction in the United States Senate. Uh, It is a consequence of the filibuster rule, which I believe should be reformed or eliminated, which is the root of the problem as well when it comes to the budget issues we were just talking about. But I do think we'll get it done. It's possible now that we'll get it done through sort of conferencing this with the House in advance and then bringing it up for a vote in the House and the Senate. I would much prefer it go through the normal process uh, where you vote on the Senate floor, get it done, and then go to conference. But because you have these Republican senators blocking the ability to move forward in a timely manner, we may have to use the other route. And I am confident we'll get it done. And as for the debt ceiling, what do you think the prospects are for getting that done within the next two to three weeks? Well, we've got to address uh, the debt ceiling uh, because, uh, as Secretary Yellen, Secretary of Treasury has said, and others, that the U.S. government doesn't pay its debts on time, that leads to economic catastrophe. And so that has to be avoided. We need to do our jobs and raise the debt ceiling. Frankly, we should get rid of the law that requires us to lift the debt ceiling because it is simply a statement that the United States will pay the bills that are already due and owing. This is about paying the bills that we've already that are already obligated to be paid. Uh, you and I can't wake up in the morning and not pay our mortgage or a car payment without consequences. And if the United States were to wake up one morning and not pay its bills on time, it would have very damaging economic consequences. So, bottom line, we've got to get it done. It's not clear yet exactly what vehicle will be used. Some have suggested folding the debt ceiling into the defense policy bill, but House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy thinks that's a bad idea. And like many Republicans, he says if Democrats are going to try to go it alone on the separate $2 trillion social spending plan of President Biden, they should take care of raising the debt ceiling without GOP support. I don't get it. Now they want to do some gimmick. I don't think anyone's going to abide by a gimmick. They have the ability to do it through reconciliation. The House would send it to the Senate. The Senate has the ability to pass it just on Democrat votes alone. The one-party rule, that's what they want. The one-party rule should deal with that. The president's domestic agenda faded to the background this week as Congress struggled with the issue of keeping the federal government running and amid new health and economic concerns related to the COVID Omicron virus variant. But if Democrats are going to get a vote on the Build Back Better bill before Christmas, as Senate Majority Leader Schumer wants... They have a very busy December ahead. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is The Week on the Hill. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. 
plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.